happy. How you been? I've been good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm Why good. are we singing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm really Do you know what? It's the happiest I've been in a very long time, though. I know. I can see that. Because we did try this, didn't we? <laughs> we yeah. tried the whole recording thing and we both sounded like we were so depressed. So We today, had our reasons, but I think today... Yeah. Today's the first day I've, I've been like this in a long time, so I don't know why. I mean, yeah, I don't know why I'm like this. It's good. <laughs> it's the complete opposite to yesterday. Yeah, I feel like saying welcome back. <laughs> Thanks, Debbie. So, welcome back to the Find Your Spark podcast on episode, it's been a really, really long time, in 2021. <laughs> so, today's episode, we're going to be chatting about how 2020 went and then talk about where we are right now in lockdown 3.0. So Anne, tell me, how has 2020 been for you? 2020 has been actually a roller coaster of a ride. Um, it started off, well, it started off really good actually. January was good, fair balls in Malaga. Didn't realise it was, actually maybe I knew it was like the last, probably the last holiday of the year. Um, I think COVID was kind of like seeping in at that time it was kind of like a Mm. what's gonna happen kind of so um, I was glad that I went on that holiday (laughs) and then COVID happened and then obviously we were all stuck at home locked down yeah and the first lockdown was pretty good actually I enjoyed the first lockdown how about you? How did you find the first lockdown? So when you said holidays, I was like, whoa, it seems like such a distant memory because I went to Rome with my sister and my cousin in January. That was probably the last proper holiday. Then I went to Denmark for two days, but that was not really a holiday. (laughs) And then um, next thing you know, lockdown, just like you said. I think the first lockdown is so different to the second and the current lockdown. The first one was so much more like, I think... Although it was crazy news to be locked down and not being going to work and stuff, we were really productive. Do you remember? Me and you yeah. used to wake up at like 5.30 in the morning. We used to see the sunrise, meditate together. We were so on the ball. We had our shit together. Our shit together. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It was good. I feel like we really achieved a lot. We set so many targets. Like We planned in the first lockdown that we're going to be doing um starting our own podcast yeah yeah this podcast was born in the first lockdown yeah it was um a very productive lockdown let's say that and i think i i I achieved a lot more um and i grew a lot more as well within like the first lockdown but then again i think with every lockdown it just got worse (laughs) it just got worse (laughs) yeah talk about like our mental health i feel like Um, looking back although I wasn't working as much in the first lockdown my mental health was probably better in lockdown Mm. number one than it was in second and now current yeah 100 percent um I don't know I think with the first lockdown because this was all new to us everyone was in like we're all still in the same boat but with the first lockdown a lot of new things were popping up yeah and everyone was just on it um I was a lot more social. I was connecting with a lot of other people. 
you know, whether it was to play games or quizzes or whatnot, um, just socialising a lot virtually. Making banana bread. Yes, making banana bread and no, there was something else. Um, I can't remember what it was. Paint by numbers. Oh, I did that. We did, did that. that. Me yeah. And no, there was something. Um, I was trying to bake something, and I remember. Oh, my sister's birthday cake. Oh, <laughs> I was trying to. I was trying to bake my sister a birthday cake, and I couldn't find icing sugar anywhere. Oh my god! Yes, I oh, couldn't find lava. icing. You go into Asda's toilet rolls and the baking aisle, which is empty. I had to ask my cousin if I could, he has a shop and I was like, oh, do you have any icing sugar? Like, I didn't think he would, but his shop has everything. So I, he was like, yeah, yeah, I do. Come and get it. I drove all the way to um, his shop. I thought I was only expecting like 1.5 kg. This guy comes out with like 3 kg and I'm like, I don't need 3 kg of icing <laughs> sugar. <laughs> He's like, this is the last bag I have. I, you can't open it. I can't like you can't open it, and then I can't resell this. Like can't obviously. distribute it out to your family. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, three kg of icing sugar. It's all right. We'll do a lot of baking. You know I'll what? I can beat that. My dad. Oh. I don't know where he got it from, but he he recognised that we were having this conversation about the lack of plain flour. My guy oh. comes back with sixteen. 16 kilograms and um i think other family members were like do you want to hand it over to us (laughs) it was an interesting period and i think the reason why maybe for some of us it was kind of okay is because it was brand new and we did all of a sudden have all this free time we had time Mm. to spend our family we had time to actually slow down and do stuff um there was the excitement and the hype of like do this activity in lockdown, do that activity in lockdown. So we were all like ticking stuff off. But as the year went on, when we were like then put into a second lockdown, by then people have just had enough. Yeah. Everyone's fed up of it. Literally just had enough. I started working again during the second lockdown and I was working from home. And I just remember how drained I was. I literally just... I think it, I don't even know. It wasn't even that long, but I just felt really drained out. And I'm like, why am I feeling like this? I shouldn't be feeling like this. But then again, I was sitting in front of a screen for eight hours a day. Yeah. After all. <laughs> yeah. And um, by like December, I just was fully burnt out. Like I enjoy working from home and I like, I don't have to commute. Mm. I can just go down to the kitchen whenever no judgment there <laughs> i think w- when you go into work you have a change of environment yeah but here it's like you're at home and then you work at home and then you're back in you're not even like going out i mean we did go out for a walk it's so unnatural isn't it yeah it's very unnatural and i just i just was completely burnt out by december and then i just like disappeared no one no one um well you you can't work from home no i can't so in that sense, because um, by summer, so aug- I think July, August, work was sort of back to normal. So for me, going back after a long time was weird, but I actually felt so happy to be at work. 
it's really weird. I never thought I would say that. There was a period where I was like, um, I don't want to be an optometrist. I can't do this for the rest of my life. And then I caught myself having a whole new attitude. When I went back in August, it was back to normal. It was really nice. I was actually seeing people. I liked that human contact. It was yeah. like I was locked up and then all of a sudden I had so much freedom and it wasn't even normal freedom. It was literally just going back to work and seeing colleagues, seeing patients. But that in itself was really good for my mental health. Mm. With me, that was kind of, I didn't get that. I only spoke to like two colleagues or three even, um, unless we had like a team meeting, then we'd all come on like our Skype and we talk and that was like once a week or twice a week and that was it. Yeah. Um, get sick of it don't you yeah I I was I was just kind of mentally drained and kind of done with it and also it was getting really busy believe it or not I know travel wasn't um we weren't flying out as much but the department I was working in we were very busy so workload wasn't exactly like decreasing Mm. so it was and we'd lost two people as well so it was um it's quite hectic. And then it just got even more depressing. Christmas came. <laughs> this sounds really depressing. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Christmas, Boris Johnson told us by Christmas, we're going to be somewhat in the clear. And that didn't happen for us. Then he said, okay, guys, I'm going to give you from the 23rd till the 27th of December to go and see your family anywhere in the country. So people must have made plans to go to like from England to Scotland, England to Wales, Ireland, Mm. anything. And people spent so much money on food. People were planning like really lavish dinner parties. I know people that were saying that on social media, that they literally had to, um, they couldn't cancel their orders. So they had to keep it and eat it with like four people in their household. Oh my God. I know, it's awful. My cousins come to my house every Christmas. And I think um, when lockdown kind of eased, it was my sister's birthday. And they did come round, or um, like a few of them, not all of them, because obviously within limits. Um, and they were like, oh, for Christmas, we're definitely coming again. And if there's restrictions on how many people we, you can take, we're definitely coming. We're like the number one people on your list. You better like have us over for Christmas. Um, and my parents were like, yeah, of course, blah, 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 whatever. And they were all looking forward to it. And we were looking forward to like actually spending time with them because we hadn't seen them all year. Yeah, Yeah. everyone was really craving that close, was it close? Quality time, that's what I mean to say. Everyone was craving that. And when we were told, okay, you can't do that anymore, it literally just killed the buzz. And it didn't feel like Christmas. It didn't feel natural. Then New Year came along and obviously New Year was no better. Do you know what New Year's Eve? Because it was my whole Christmas like period was just so shit. I went to bed early on New Year's Eve, and then I got woken up. I think half an hour before, and I remember my sister waking me up. I was like, I can't be asked. I really don't care. I'm going back to bed. She was like, Mom and Dad are calling you. Come downstairs. Mom, like she was like, just come down, come down. And I really couldn't be asked. And then she was like, okay listen, just come down for mum and dad. They're kind of expecting you. And I heard my mum go, it's fine. Leave her if she wants to sleep. And I was like, oh, fine, I'm coming down. (laughs) I went down and then um, we didn't really do anything. We just sat there and we spoke. And 
you know, we ate. <laughs> I don't even know if there was fireworks, but it wasn't like the normal fireworks. Mm. I think I those people should... around us were doing fireworks, so that was nice. Um, yeah. Typically what happens every new year is our, some of our family come round, family friends come round to ours and we sit together we actually do like new year's resolutions together none of that could be done properly this year so then the next day came i think i was kind of excited then the first of jan came and i felt so crap i woke up i turned around to couch i was like oh it doesn't feel like a whole new year i literally Mm -hmm. feel like i blinked 2020 is over now i need to think about plans and goals that's what we normally do in a new year and I just felt like it was an extension of 2020 where I couldn't really get myself into that mindset so it literally took me like more than a week to sit down and sort of sit down with myself get into my thoughts and think about okay what do I want to achieve from this year I couldn't bring myself to do that for such a long time Um, my headspace was just not there so yeah I let myself take the time that I needed and here we are then we got the announcement of lockdown 3.0 um i think i lost it at that point yeah it was just everything was just piling up and i was trying to deal with it one by one but i don't even know if i was dealing with it to be honest and it was just more crap just being piled on and our lockdown 3 came and i was like i'm done yeah we it's are been so- a whole year it's been a whole year there's been no progress i think we've just kind of in a worse off position than we were in back in March. Yeah. And it's really scary as well. Like I am all for staying at home and keeping everyone else safe um, because I've experienced and seen people being affected by COVID, but mentally it is actually really draining. Yeah it takes time to recover from things and especially when it's like um when we have a pandemic going on Mm. any situation that you have is not experienced in a normal way typically if there was a if there was an issue or something happened family could get together or you'd go around um, other people's houses but with the pandemic going on you're literally stuck with your household and you have to deal with whatever it is within with the people within your household yeah that probably contributed to the challenges for a lot of people and i think Mm. everyone's mental health has been affected in one way or another throughout the year like you said earlier i think it's been a really big roller coaster of emotions and everyone's just been like you try to adapt i think as the human race we're really good we've had to Mm. adapt to a huge change and i think the fact that there's so much unknown for the rest of the year that's probably quite challenging for most people um but I'd say it's better not to make too many big plans. It's better to just take... I, yeah, it's just take each day as it comes, put one foot in front of the other, because for some people it might be difficult to see the light at the end of the tunnel, and that's because everything's just uncertain. And I think that's also why we all feel a bit down, because we can't plan ahead. yeah. I do feel for everyone who's planning weddings this year. I really don't know how they have the strength because it really is challenging when um, you have to continuously chop and change your plans. Um, So I know two people who actually one did have her wedding. She had a lockdown wedding. It was was very small. It was very intimate. It was just family. It was really nice. 
But then I had another friend who had to postpone her wedding and she still doesn't know when she's going to get married. I know. I, one of my friends was meant to get married May last year. Then she changed it to November. Then we had another lockdown. Mm. In December, that didn't work out. And now she's moved it to May this year. So that will be like a whole year on from when she initially planned. So um, it's tough. It's been really tough. I've heard her speak to me about how she's feeling throughout the whole year. And literally, um, sometimes you just don't have the words because it's literally beyond anybody's control. So the best advice really that I could give her was try to just focus on what you can control with although like when it came to the wedding it really isn't much you can get things prepared but then it's kind of like you have to keep it on standby until you have like a definite um yeah. right now there's still question mark because when it comes down to when it comes round to their wedding they don't know where can i definitely have it at the venue that i've chosen can i have the number of guests that i wanted mm. it's all question mark so I really do feel for everyone who's planning weddings and occasions. Uh, another thing is, it's been hard because we couldn't celebrate anything properly. Yeah. Whenever there was a milestone, birthday or a special occasion, people getting engaged. My sister got engaged last year. Couldn't really celebrate it properly. Mm. So there's lots of pending, <laughs> pending events. So as soon as all of this is over, we're going to have yeah. the biggest party you have ever seen. Honestly, I think everyone's just waiting for that. But it's not even just parties and um, get-togethers. Even, like, I know during this time, a lot of people have lost loved ones as well. Um, And, you know, in our culture, when we lose loved ones, our families get together and and grieve. And I know a lot of people um, couldn't do that. So that's quite sad as well because they couldn't get together. Like, Like us, for example we both had our fair share of things going on and then losses in the family as well um which we'll probably talk about in a later podcast but yeah yeah, it's not been easy everyone's starting to miss their friends and family yeah definitely i mean i know that i just want to go and give my aunt a big fat hug like you know those bear hugs i just want to give her a bear hug she's quite small as well so like so my cousins like I haven't seen my cousins for long my friends for long I miss them I miss you guys um yeah it's not easy no how is um the dynamic right now at home during lockdown everyone's back right yeah everyone's back um and I love it we've we've been really like we've had a lot of family time and I feel like in my childhood years I've missed out spending a lot of time with my parents until my sisters came along um, so I feel like this lockdown period the last year has made up for all those years that I've missed out spending time with my parents as a kid oh that's really sweet so that's good nice yeah. yeah for me um it's been weird because my cash has moved out for work for a couple of weeks be right back okay Sorry, that was my sister. You have the same doorbell as me. A ring. Ring. I love it. I do like it. (laughs) I I just like talking to all the... um, I just like seeing people's reaction when you talk to them through the doorbell. They're like, where is this voice coming from? (laughs) 
went slightly off topic there. Yeah, I forgot what were we talking about? Oh yeah, I was saying how things have changed quite a bit now. So my sister's moved in because she was on GP, but redeployed into hospital. Um, we thought because COVID's literally everywhere in the hospital, it's safer for my parents if she moves in here. Yeah, yeah It's been really nice. It's like before I got married when I was living at home with my sister. Quite nice. It's nice to have um, a change. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think this lockdown's just a bit meh. I it took me a really long time to be motivated to do my normal routine and stuff. So I just told myself, no more pressure. Just take your time. Yeah, no. What honestly, feels right? I've just let myself go this lockdown, and I can't help it. I'm obviously given the situation that going through. Um, yeah first lockdown I was up at half five obviously with you had my shit together I was like on like the go everything was so organized I I knew what I was working towards and I had goals in place and I knew what I wanted and even this lot like in December early December I was feeling really meh but then halfway through I got myself up um I had a chat with my mentor we wrote down our goals and everything you know and I was feeling pumped again like looking forward to the new year and then yeah I don't even want to say life happened because it's not really I've literally been waking up at 10 o'clock 11 o'clock and sleeping at like four or five o'clock the last time I did that I think I was like in uni yeah and I need to bring myself back to reality Mm. but I'm not ready to come to reality yet obviously for me I had a similar sort of thing a couple of months ago and it literally took me a really long time to get myself back into the right mind frame mm. so it's completely fine take your time out do what you gotta do I think what has been helping is literally just um trying to do new exciting things I noticed some people were doing this thing where they were baking loads of baked goods and delivering it to random people's houses people who would like really not expect you to bake them like a box of cookies mm-hmm. or something and I think it's such a nice thing, um, doing nice things and small gestures for other people. Obviously, gifts are not everybody's love language, but people do appreciate it. Me and you were discussing this earlier. Like, when you get a normal envelope through the post, you're like, oh, it's a letter. But when you get that little package through the post, it doesn't matter what it is. But if it's from somebody else and you haven't ordered it for yourself, it makes you so, so happy. It does make a massive difference. And I want to shout out to my best friend, who's um, been sending me really surprising gifts all month and she's honestly like been the most amazing support you might think it's insignificant to you but the person receiving it would really appreciate it because again it's a thought that counts right and they'll think oh you thought of them oh and again it doesn't have to be a gift it could be anything it just makes people's day a call a call just pick up oh I just wanted to call and check in on you and see how you are yeah I've had some really lovely people just randomly saying how are you doing tell me I'm just checking in it's such a nice feeling and one of the girls in my travel team I completely unexpectedly received a little package opened it up it had a cute little card and it had um, a nice message and she made us like a little it's like a mini Santa set kind of thing and it had tiny mm-hmm. little gifts in there and it was so thoughtful it was the most thoughtful gift but it really meant so much to me I felt really emotional because <laughs> I did not expect that at all so I'm really really grateful you know who you are 
but yeah I think loads of people will appreciate any little act of kindness that you can do for them and when you do something for somebody else it really does make you feel better for me I noticed that on the days where I'm feeling really shit if I make someone else happy or if I just pick up the phone and check in on someone that uplifts my mood straight away Mm, yeah same like in the past this, couple of weeks us two talking I think yeah. it's really nice because we've both been able to offload our thoughts especially because we were going through similar things it was yeah. really nice obviously it's been a really difficult period but we're all in this together and we will definitely get through this so take each day one by one and do nice things for other people it will definitely make you feel better too and, and as we normally play a game we didn't really discuss this before, but I'm just going to throw it on you because it popped into my head. So Anne, recently, one of my friends asked me a really good question and it really got me thinking. So I wanted to ask you that question to see what you say and I'll tell you why I'm asking you afterwards. So the question she asked me was, what makes you feel alive? Oh, I know. Really good question. Um, given everything that's going on now, I think... Um, I rediscovered what makes me alive or the real re- the real thing that makes me alive, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, and I honestly think it's people, my loved ones, my friends and my family, the right people that bring the energy out of me and like the good vibes that good people send me. That's what makes me me. I'll probably ask you this question in a few months time and we'll see what you say. Do you know what? I might, I might be like, in a few months' time, I might be like, my room. I like my solitude. <laughs> You've become such a homebody. Do you know what? I really have. I really have. Even going to the supermarket now is a bit like, yeah, I can't be asked. Um, how about you? What, what makes you alive? Come alive. Um, I think I like people thought about it when she asked me. I said, waking up in the morning that reflecting back on that I don't always feel alive when I wake up in the morning sometimes I'm so I'm still so tired (laughs) and I just want to stay in bed especially winter time when it's so cold you just want to stay in bed so I don't know why I said that but I guess it's to do with gratitude because when I wake up in the morning I do say to myself oh um, I'm really grateful for another day yeah I've got into the habit of doing that I didn't do that all the time um nature fresh air I said breeze, you know, like a really nice breeze when you can just feel it. You can just feel so alive. Amazing scenic views. This is where my passion for travel comes from. Mm. Um, Long drives and road trips, music, deep connections, meaningful conversation, art. You've had time to think about this. (laughs) I did, but I spun it on you just to see like what would be your first answer. Um, So yeah, I had a lot of time to think about it. these are the first sort of things that came to mind and I thought it really is the small things that makes you alive so after I answered that question for myself I was thinking during these really tough times and difficult times if we remind ourselves of what it is that really makes us feel alive and do more of that that's gonna keep us going I thought to myself well I told myself that I'm gonna make more of an effort with my family and checking on them a lot more than I visit them I see them, but they um, check in on me when I haven't seen them in a while. Or they check in about me, like when they're talking to my parents, they they always ask. But now I'm going to make a conscious effort to actually reach out. Sometimes we take people for granted. It's true. It's not easy. 
keep in touch with every single person in your life but um as a rule of thumb i think it's like you said especially after loads of things happening um it does make you reflect and i realized that if you think of someone or you think to do something for someone do it don't put it off because by next time you'll be like oh i need to do that i need to do that and it will always be a thing that you think of as you're going to do in the future and then that day will never come it was great catching up with you abby and it was amazing um, thank you you've got me out of my depressive mood <laughs> yeah even when we were talking yesterday i was just really depressed when yeah i think i've just been, like in that kind of funk. low mood for a while now yeah funk for a while no but, today um, i definitely feel like you're a lot more chirpy I, think, I keep telling myself like you know i need to slowly get back to like normality mm. um, i'm trying stage one or step one <laughs> We'll get, we'll, we'll, we'll get there we'll get there we're in this together we've got this hope everyone enjoyed that episode it was really just um a catch-up of <laughs> mine and Anne's. i think this is basically where the podcast was born in the first place thinking about how yes. people feel listening in on our conversation um but yeah have a great week everyone and we'll catch you on the next episode bye, bye.